And I join everyone else in saying Happy Mother's Day to all of the dear mamas here today. And even if you aren't a mom with your own kids, I know that every lady here today has a mother's heart. And you have kids in your life that you nurture and that you love and that you care for, you pamper, you spoil. You spoil. So, you know, I say Happy Mother's Day to all of the ladies here today. We have been blessed. And I give honor to my own sweet mother-in-law. Sister Vera Woodward here today. I love her just like my own mom, and she's so special to me. And then my own dear mother who left us back in 2009 and would have been 88 years old a month ago today. And I just wish that I could call her up on the phone and have a good old chat, and I know that many of you know what I'm talking about. And then my, to my own wonderful, my own wonderful daughter and daughter-in-law, now that you know the joys of motherhood, I mean, oh, it's, it's just so beautiful, isn't it? So wonderful, and that makes my heart so happy, and I say happy Mother's Day to you as well. Now, you know, concerning Mother's Day, I've told my kids before, and I guess it's just something between me and them maybe, but I've said to them, I just wish there wasn't a Mother's Day. It seems to me there's just a lot of, uh, you know, fanfare, a lot of fanfare over very little, you know, it's just... We're moms just because we love to be moms. A lot of pressure. And I tell them every year, don't get me a car. Don't get me a gift. Just tell me that you love me. Give me a little hug. And that will be all that's necessary, pretty much. I mean, if you want to slip me a little bit of dark chocolate, <laughs> I would not be opposed to that. I would welcome that with open arms. It's okay. No pressure. <laughs> but the truth is... The truth is, and I say this with, with sincerity, I am the one that feels the honor totally of having been blessed with the privilege of being a mom. I just so enjoyed and absolutely loved the days when my kids were young and growing up. Such a special time. Where they were some of the best days. And I just want to say, just because I can, because I've got the mic, <laughs> Emily and Matthew, I just want to say thank you for being great kids and especially for serving God, choosing to serve God and continuing to serve God. That is a gift that, that is just unsurmountable. That is the best gift that you could ever give to me today, and I thank you so much. I'm so thankful. And then to Ryan and to who is Emily's husband and Trisha for Matt, the amazing, beautiful spouses that God blessed them with and blessed our family with and I am so grateful for you I love you very much and then for your beautiful children our four little grand girlies and I better stop right now because what can I say they're just so sweet and I just feel so blessed so blessed to be a mom today now I know or, or I don't know about you I am um, I and I'm talking to not just the gals today but all all the guys too so don't tune me out guys but I often find myself thinking and praying, Lord, help me to be better. And on days like today, Lord, help me to be a better mom, a better wife, a better mother-in-law, a better friend, a better saint. Lord, help me to serve you better. Ever feel like that? You ever pray that? Lord, I'm just a mess without you. We are truly just a mess without God's help. Lord, I so need your help. And that, that prayer kind of continues on. And I, and I say, Lord, help me to not be 
a deadhead Christian. <laughs> Help me to not be complacent and apathetic and lethargic and lukewarm and indifferent. But Lord, help me to be vibrant and energetic and up and at him and alive and well, full of vim and vigor. That kind of person, and especially a Christian. I really mean that. Lord, fill me with your passion and your zeal and your enthusiasm. Lord, set me on fire. And when we look around, you know, there are a lot of people out there that just, that's the way they live. They are on fire for God, and they live their lives full throttle for the Lord. And they're so inspiring. And I look at them, and I just think they're amazing. And I, and I love to glean from what they're all about. But then there are some that I see, and I look and I think, oh, Lord, Help me to not be like that. Now, what I'm going to say next is not real spiritual, but it kind of illustrates the point a bit, so just bear with me. <laughs> Did you ever see those dear hearts when you're out on a big shopping excursion in the city of Fredericton, yes, <laughs> that are just kind of like leaned right over on their shopping carts, sauntering along in slow motion and behind them there's just a great big lineup of people and people are just like that woman is blocking the aisle what is she doing yeah and I'm thinking dear precious lady <laughs> whoever you are it's usually a lady I believe in having some R&R &R too but just not in the middle of Walmart please Look out, I'm getting in the passing lane, and I'm getting by you, so move on over. I'm ready to go on to the next aisle. Somebody, I just don't want to be, I'm sorry. And some of you are sitting there thinking, your day is coming. But no, I don't want that to happen. My son, Matt, used to work in retail, and I remember him talking about how people who, who were of, of a certain age, kind of, sort of, how they would be in their own little world, totally oblivious, to their surroundings, blocking the whole aisle, they and their cart. <laughs> and I made a mental note that day and said, I do not want to be one of those. But so in the spiritual, so in the spiritual, so it is with serving God, and so much more important, I must say, Lord, help me to not be slow and sluggish, oblivious to what's going on in the spirit but help us, help me to be tuned in, plugged in, connected, Lord. Romans 12 and 11 says, Not slothful in business, but fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. The New Living Translation says it this way, Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. The Greek word there for fervent is zeo, which means to boil with heat. Isn't that interesting? And if something's going to boil with heat, it needs some what underneath? Some fire. And how do we get the fire? Well, John the Baptist said, there is one coming after me that shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. The Holy Ghost comes with fire. The Holy Ghost comes with fire. And some of you might be saying, you mean you're going to talk about the Holy Ghost on Mother's Day? 
Yes, I am. I'm going to talk about the Holy Ghost on Mother's Day because it is truly the most amazing thing that could ever happen to you and to me. The most amazing thing to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. The Lord fills us with his spirit and with his fire. It's intense. It's strong. It's powerful. And as we know, fire burns and purges and purifies. And so does this Holy Ghost fire. So does this Holy Ghost fire do in us. It purges and gets rid of all the junk out of our lives. It purifies us so that we can shine brightly for him. I just get so excited about the Holy Ghost because, you know, it is the answer. It is the answer to so many problems and issues and heartache and dilemmas. I always say, you know, if they could just get the Holy Ghost. It's such a gift that the Lord has made available to us. And sometimes it's just kind of low on our radar. We're not realizing that, oh, it's so powerful. Not only is the Holy Ghost fire, like we just talked about, it's all of that and so much more. And the more I dug and studied for this today, the more I rediscovered all over again how amazing and wonderful and beautiful and marvelous the Holy Ghost is. Not only is the Holy Ghost for us, for all of us here today, but it is for us. He's in our corner every day, right where we live. He's in our corner on a very personal level. He wants to be involved in our everyday lives. In fact, the Holy Ghost wants to be your best friend. And not only does he want to be your best friend, he wants to be your best friend forever. Mm -hmm. Sister Kathy and I laugh because (laughs) sweet Brianna Foster, she has told us that she wants both of us to be her best friend forever. And we're like, wow, we're 20 and 30 years older than her, and she wants us to be her best friend forever. We love it, Brianna, and we love Brianna. I just tell her all the time, your grandfather, Brother Robert Foster, would be so proud of you. I don't know. I just want to take that opportunity and just give her a high five. We love Brianna. But wow, she wants to be my best friend forever. That's amazing. But when you think about it, the Holy Ghost wants to be our best friend forever. Little old us. Yes, the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, that you want to be our friend. He is for us. He has so much help to give us. We just need to lean on him more than we have ever leaned on him before. It's a crazy world we live in, as we all know. And if we're not careful some of the stress and anxiety and depression and despair out there will try to invade us and invade our lives and taint us and trip us up. But the Holy Ghost says, let me be your best friend and help you navigate through it all. So here we go. We're just going to find out and be reminded all over again just how special this Holy Ghost is and all that he does for us. The Holy Ghost is our comforter. After his resurrection, Jesus told his disciples in John 14 and 18, I'm going back to heaven, but don't worry. I am not going to leave you alone and comfortless. No, comfortless. I will come to you. 
I am going to be sending you the comforter. The comforter. He comforts. He gives big hugs when you need them. And not only is he the comforter, but that word also means he's our counselor and our helper. He also said in John 14 and 16, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you the comforter, that he may abide with you forever. There it is, our best friend forever. The Holy Ghost is our guide. Jesus called him the spirit of truth in verse 17 of that same chapter. He said he will guide you continually into all truth. We never have to worry about getting off track, straying from the truth, or getting into error when we stay full of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is our teacher. He said that he will teach us all things and bring things to our remembrance when we need them. Teach me, Holy Ghost. Teach me, Lord. The Holy Ghost is our power. And Jesus told his disciples before he left and ascended to heaven in Acts chapter 1, he said, in fact, he didn't just say, he commanded them to not leave Jerusalem until they had received this promise of the Holy Ghost that he had told them about. He said, you're going to receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem under the uttermost parts of the earth. Earth, we, Many of us know, know all about this. But he said, you've got to receive my power first. I've got a really big job for you to do. So you've got to have this power. And that's what he told his disciples. So I'm thinking, who am I? Who are we to ever think that we could do God's work without his power, without his Holy Ghost power? I know that if they need it, then oh, if they needed it, then surely I need it. Surely we need his power today. Power to walk right. Power to talk right. Power to live right and to be his witness. We need it more than we've ever needed it before. He said, don't leave Jerusalem without it. You've got to have the power. And there's a few more. It just keeps getting better and better, all that the Holy Ghost is for us and to us. Romans 5 and 5 says that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. The Holy Ghost will keep us full of the love of God. The Holy Ghost makes you love everybody. Do some of you remember when you first got the Holy Ghost? I mean, you just wanted to hug everybody. Everybody was so beautiful and wonderful. And still, you know, you get in a good prayer meeting where, where the Holy Ghost is just, you know, praying through you. I mean, you just want to love everybody. The Holy Ghost just sheds his love in us and, and, and just lets it exude from us. We get full of the love of God by the power of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost assures us that we are his own. Ephesians 1 and 13 says in the latter half of that verse, In whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's that stamp, that seal of approval when the, where the Lord says, I have filled you with my Spirit. You are mine when you receive the Holy Ghost. 
The Bible also says in Romans 8 and 16 that the Spirit itself beareth, beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. It's that confirmation, that assurance that lets us know that we know that we know that we are his. You know, you won't be second-guessing your salvation. You won't be wondering, am I really saved? When you get the Holy Ghost, you will know that you know that you know. The Holy Ghost bears the beautiful fruit of the Spirit in our lives, as talked about in Galatians 5, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Oh, my, I so need more of that in my life, more of those in my life. Those beautiful attributes are going to be lush and beautiful and growing well when we are full of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost edifies us. In 1 Corinthians 14 and 4, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. You know, you, you, you're just, you know, when you're just yielding to the Lord and allowing His Spirit to flow through you, I'm telling you what, you get edified. That word edified simply means to lift up and enlighten, inform, illuminate. That's what the Holy Ghost does. You just feel so good and so edified and built up. Yes, I need some edification. I don't know about you. I could use that. Then the Holy Ghost builds us up. Kind of similar, but yet different. In Jude 1 and 20, Jude writes, But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. It bolsters us and strengthens us like nothing else. When we feel weak or discouraged with troubles and trials of life, or, or moms, maybe you feel just despairing over your wayward children or, or trouble in your home, the Lord would want to strengthen you today and undergird you with his supernatural power by you praying in the Holy Ghost. There is nothing as nourishing and as strengthening as the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost. Mm, we need to do it every day. He wants to be our everyday friend. And you know, when we think about it, the fact that we um, pray, when we pray in the Holy Ghost, we pray in a language that we never learned. I mean, I don't know about you, but that just blows my mind. And every time I speak in tongues, I think about it. This is miraculous. This is totally amazing. I could never do this on my own. It just never gets old. It's always fresh and new every time. It's like fresh manna. And, and, and I'm just like, wow, God, wow. Just like we heard about on Wednesday night, the Holy Ghost is so wow in our lives. And he wants to be wow in your life, too, if he's not already. He is just so amazing. Sometimes, um, well, another thing that is just simply amazing are the times um, when someone is speaking in tongues, praying in the Spirit, and someone in the service, their ears perk up, and they think, oh my goodness, I hear, I hear them speaking in my language, speaking fluently. And, you know, it's happened to my husband a couple of times. Um, you know, someone came to him after service and said, you were speaking fluent 
whatever it was, Italian or Spanish, and I think another time, Hebrew. It happened to me one time. It just blew my mind. I think they told me I was speaking in Portuguese. I'm like, this is so amazing. And I heard Pastor Mark Brown from South Dakota tell the story of a little nine-year-old boy in his church that was up around the front, around the altar, and he he was receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in a language that he never knew. And there just happened to be a little girl close by that she, she, her ears perked up and she thought, oh my goodness, he is speaking in my language. She was a little girl from, from Haiti. Their family had just moved in. And that little boy was speaking Creole, I think they call it. And so she went to get her mom and her mom came back and it, by this time, um, the little boy was jumping up and down, and he was saying, I am jumping on the devil. I am jumping on the devil in that Haitian language. And you just can't deny it. Those things are so supernatural, so miraculous. I mean, talk about confirmation. That is just amazing. I don't know. That's why I get so excited about the Holy Ghost. It's just amazing. Yes. And the Holy Ghost helps us pray. You need help in your prayer life? Romans 8.26 says, He helps us in our infirmities, which is our distresses and our weaknesses, when we don't know what to pray for or how to pray. The Spirit itself maketh intercession for us and for others. That is so beautiful. He knows better how to pray for us and for others than we even do. It is the most beautiful thing. And if that's never happened to you, you need to open up yourself to that because the Lord wants to pray through you and intercede through you. I, I, um, I told my husband one time, I said, I think the Lord prays for you through me sometimes because every now and then I hear myself say something like, Raimondo, <laughs> I'm like... That's not me saying it. It's just kind of flowing out. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that is amazing. But I love it. There is nothing like the help of the Holy Ghost. Yes, bring it on, Lord. Bring it on, Holy Ghost. I need all the help that I can get. I admit that. And I, and I think that maybe my husband, he kind of needs all the help he can get, too. So bring it on, Holy Ghost. Pray for him through me. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Yes, yes. And lastly, the Bible says in Romans 8 and 11, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead, if that spirit dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. You want to get out of here on rapture day? You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes, yes, yes. I'm telling you what, I know that scripture probably means that it also quickens us every day. It just gives us life every day, and I love that. But also on that day, rapture day, that we don't know when that's going to happen. But I know one thing for sure, that we have to be ready by being filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. Yes, amen. And we could keep going on everything that the Holy Ghost is to us each and every day. It's just so amazing and glorious and beautiful. The helps and benefits and rewards that come with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's a beautiful treasure that he has, has, has 
saw fit to put in these fallible earthen vessels. That's just so amazing. I can't figure out why anyone wouldn't want this beautiful Holy Ghost power. And if you are here today, and if you have never received the beautiful gift of the Holy Ghost, Jesus has this amazing gift for you. He wants you to have it. It's the secret to living a victorious Christian life, being filled and staying filled with the Spirit. Moms, you want to be the best mom that you could ever be? Get filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. Yes, and stay filled. Ladies, guys, young people, yes, young people, I love you so much. You will be the very best you that you could ever be when you are filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes, yes, yes. You know, sometimes we think we're just pretty smart on our own, but you will never be as smart as you could be as when you're filled with the Holy Ghost. He completes us. He makes us what we ought to be. He helps us to reach our potential. He's our helper. He's our best friend forever. And it's not hard to receive the Holy Ghost or to be refilled with the Holy Ghost or to get topped up with the Holy Ghost all over again. We just need to respond and open ourselves up to his spirit. And if you want to receive the Holy Ghost for the first time here today, the Bible, the only thing you need to do is repent of your sins. Turn your back on all your past sins and say, God, I'm done with my old life. Please forgive me and come and live in my heart. And you know what? The Lord says, if you will just open yourself up and, and say, Lord, I need you. I want you. I love you. Then the Lord said he is going to fill you with his spirit. You will begin to speak in a language that you never learned as the spirit of God gives you the utterance. And I know that this is Mother's Day, but we're just going to take a few minutes here as we all stand. And Ryan, if you want to come back to the keyboard. But you know, I know that we're probably not going to have a big Pentecostal hoedown here this morning, no doubt. But I do know another thing, that the Lord can fill you with the Holy Ghost and refill you with the Holy Ghost in a matter of minutes. And we're just going to take a few minutes just because we can. I mean, we're Pentecostal. We're in church. We're not going to rush home right away because the Lord wants to do a little bit of work here this morning. All 120 were filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost in the upper room on the day of Pentecost. And there is no reason in the world why we all can't be, fill, can't be filled with the Holy Ghost here today. We just need to open ourselves up. If you don't get it, it's because maybe you're not opening yourself up to His Spirit. He wants to come and dwell within you and be your very best friend forever. So let's just let him do that. Let's raise our hands, forget about the time, forget about dinner. There's nothing we need more than him today and his Holy Ghost power. There is nothing that we need more than him. Jesus, we invite you to come and be with us and help us today. Lord, you have told us that you want to be our friend. And how awesome and glorious and wonderful is that, Jesus? That you want to dwell within us by the power of your spirit. Jesus, come and fill us. Fill us all over again. Fill those today that have never received. 
fill them today for the very first time with your spirit today. Lord, we yield ourselves to you. We worship you. We give you great praise. Jesus, fill us here today. Lift your voices, everyone. Tell the Lord how much you really want him to fill you to overflowing. Lord, there is no one else that we need more than you. More than you, Jesus. There is no one else that we need more than you. Jesus, intercede through us today for our wayward children. Jesus, we need you to reach them by the power of your spirit, Jesus. Intercede through us today. Do your work in us today, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, fillest overflowing, O oh God. 